Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this is our first episode, actually our first episode since LB London, um, which is actually a while ago now. Um, yeah, we've been slacking, haven't we? Yeah, been a bit busy. Sort of. After. Well, yeah, unable to do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess going to Prague counts as that. Yeah, that's busy, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah, well, anyway, so we just, I guess we'll talk about Amy London a little bit, even though it's sort of a bit old now, but, um, yeah, what did you think? Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it, really? Um, the weather was really important, obviously, because the British summertime had been basically crap for, like, three weeks until that week. Got really, really lucky with that, I think. Yeah, like, the hottest day in the last, like, three years or something, probably, on, <laughs> on the Saturday, yeah. Um, the experience, I thought there were concerns um, from quite a lot of people about the layout of the London Stadium. I thought it was actually really, really good. Yeah. I mean, we we didn't have the best seats any, on, anyway, but like, they were still pretty yeah, decent. Yeah, well, I think I, the ones on Sunday, I think, were pretty good, to be honest. Oh, yeah, the, sun, the Sunday ones. But I mean, we didn't, have, we didn't pay for the top no. of the range ones. We had like reasonably priced seats. Um, I, I think the, the whole adaptation of the stadium worked well. They let you walk around, which was really nice. Yeah. Apart from occasionally, well, yeah. obviously, you had security guards. Yeah, well, because we went on the um, the Friday training thing, it was sort of a bit um, concerned that they might not let you walk around the stadium much. Yeah, I think that's no. such a big part of it, is the freedom like to walk around without having doors shut off from you and stuff. Yeah, and, and the way it was set up is that you actually could, even though you weren't right open to the... Um, the uh, stadium the whole time there were bits where you could actually see from the concourse in and yeah. you could quite easily just go in and well in some places yeah it depended on on how how arsey the specific security guards were at that that point to be honest yeah um and then yeah the, the, like they had the screens where they were showing mlb network throughout the whole of the day just little things like that i think really added to it um like the the minor negative was the some of the queues at the outside food stores and the people who were buying merchandise. I mean, that was ridiculous. But they've yeah. already said they're going to get more of those, more merchandise stores next yeah, year. Yeah, to be honest, I don't really understand the, the why there'd be such huge queues for the merchandise because it's, I mean, that's the same stuff you can buy online. Well, well and, and actually the stuff that they seem to have there, a lot of it, they had more at London Yards anyway. London yeah. Yards had better options actually. Um, it's just people like to buy that stuff on the day of the thing, don't they? But we yeah. didn't get sucked into doing that. Yeah, spent all the money on food, yeah, and tickets instead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game, the games were pretty amazing and ridiculous. But I, I think there's probably I don't know whether it's there's a lot of talk of it being um, intentional. You know, to try and uh, get fans into it, but I don't know. I mean, if if people were, of which the league seems to be concerned about games being too long, I don't think that would have been the way. No, one of the it. longest games of all time is not yeah. the answer. I think. Well, I mean, I I I personally don't think the games being long is an issue, really, because it's like the thing that people they're talking about, like they can take like fifteen minutes off the average game with like pitch clocks and stuff. It's like. 
No, if, I don't see that as a problem. But, but yeah, if, if, that, that, if like they think it's an it. option, I can't see why they would then intentionally make it make a game have ridiculous offense so that it's really really long. One thing I did see mentioned was about it's an athletic stadium, um, and they were saying how that might have had some impact on the flight of the ball. Uh, the way they would have designed an athletic stadium. It wasn't particularly well explained. Oh, what do you mean, like for javelin and stuff? Designed. Well, the the main thing. Well, is this is there is a bowl? I think yeah, would probably I, make. Well, a yeah, it's basically there's absolutely absolutely no wind at all. Yeah, um, which is what you get in a. But I was thinking about that, and I actually some of the players, in interviews I saw about it, were talking about that about how it's completely still inside. Obviously. Yeah. Um, the other thing with that is that there's certain major league stadiums that are indoors anyway. Yeah. So a lot of it was the the speed of the the artificial turf that they yeah, were using. I think that was quite a big. So thing. even when you saw balls into the outfield stuff, you thought that's yeah. a single. It, like it was into the gap, yeah. but you think or, it would just bounce. Or, it was just or, everything or skidding. Ground balls. Even. Yeah. Like, there was not. There was not that many like ground outs, whereas usually you'd see um, that's a pretty common way to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it was probably a combination of things. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was deliberate. Yeah. I, 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 mean, don't either, but... I think the stadium atmosphere might have made a bit of a difference, and the, I don't think they're going to have deliberately said make make it so that you never have a ground out. I don't. I don't think that happened. No. I think it's just this isn't someone they've ever played baseball before. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, I'm, it's a combination of things that different major league stadiums have some of that stuff like some are known for having quick infield turf and stuff and some are known for the ball flying because the atmosphere and some are known for being small and it's basically just had all of those things yeah um yeah and then yeah it just got kind of silly was it was it jackie bradley's home run i think on the saturday yeah it went like opposite field and honestly off the bat even his reaction was like the infield's gonna have to trot in to come and get that (laughs) and it just went flying like five rows back yeah, uh, I, I, it's often that you can't read that much into player reactions, but they, there were quite a few like big hits. There was yeah. quite a few of the home runs where the players didn't seem to believe that it was going, like no. as they hit the ball, like sighing and what? dropping their arms and stuff. Well, it did make bang practice fun though. Yeah, yeah, yeah bang practice ridiculous. Yeah, there's a, got got a couple of balls from that. Yeah, um, a couple of home runs, but yeah, that was um, that was fun. So I'd recommend that for anyone that didn't do that this year. Yeah. Before the games. Because, well, particularly if there's anything like it played played this year, you've got a very good chance of getting a ball as well. Yeah. So many going into the stands. Yeah, although there's also a lot of people. It's like, yeah. It's like almost full, wasn't it, in um in left field. Left field yeah, stand was just like almost full, like two hours before the game. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite uh, it's quite competitive for some people, isn't it? People throwing themselves over like guy in front of us throws himself like down two rows of seats. <laughs> yeah, breaks a couple of ribs, but you get to baseball. Yeah, completely ordinary baseball. Yeah, whereas we basically just stood there and then got really lucky by balls base just hitting us. Yeah, <laughs> that's the good stuff, isn't it? Just, just getting clunk, getting hit by a ball and picking it up off the floor. Um. Yeah. 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 Is there much more to say about London? Um, I mean, I'd, 
I suppose everything's sort of been said already, hasn't it? Because we're sort of a bit late to it. But um... oh, there's one thing actually about um, next year. There, um, this again, it has been said a lot. But it'll be really interesting to see if at least the perceived percentage of Americans is different. I appreciate a lot of them might be Americans living in London, yeah. but quite a lot came over. Be interesting how many more British accents we'll hear at the Cubs Cardinals, yeah. if any, because that that was one. Yeah, one thing we were talking about this, weren't we? I don't know. I don't know about whether there was some. Um, <laughs> they did some like offers or something for the season ticket holders, but it seemed like it was quite a few, or even just a few of the people that, well, it, not it, like even it, like exchanged a couple of words of whatever we just heard when we were sitting there. Then were yeah. obviously season ticket holders, the Red Sox or the Yankees. Yeah, and I was I'm wondering whether they did like really good offers for it, or it was just loads of people wanted to visit London. Yeah, well, I guess it's also. If you can afford to be a season ticket yeah, holder at one of those teams, you're probably rich enough to it's buy. It's probably a, not that big a deal to just pop over to London. London. Yeah. yeah. So I. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I think it it, it kind of enhanced the atmosphere. Yeah, because yeah, I suppose it made it a bit more, a bit more like authentic the atmosphere, didn't it? With having quite a lot of. Um... Yeah, well, it meant you had actual support because the one, the one risk you have with these events is because all of the baseball fans go. Yeah. that are spread out across the 30 teams is you risk that you don't really have any sense of support for no. either team is that you have like and you don't get the atmosphere yeah you don't really it's because like well like like I was really I mean I, I didn't really care too much who won no so I was cool when like I'm not cheering when there's a home run yeah I'm not jumping off and cheering when there's a home run like you get when you're obviously supporting one of the teams so um, I, I think that did add to it uh, it's just yeah, I mean, that's the the big test there, isn't it? Is, um, yeah, if there's going to be more, or if it's going to drop off after it, because it's not going to be the first one next year. And yeah, not the Yankees and Red Sox. And yeah, but um, we're we're probably going to go again, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so let's move on to uh, more current things, such as the All Star break. Yeah, which is right now. Yeah, which is well, like, in the middle of it. Um, and the All Star game is tonight. The home run derby last night. Um, so yeah, what's uh, what's uh, exciting about the All Star game, Sam? It's just cool, isn't it? It's just a, just fun. Yeah, I've seen quite a lot of criticism for it lately, and um, I think that's ridiculous, basically. But obviously, it'd be nice to give the players more days off. But I think is is really the season's so long and it's so arduous. And particularly, again, I don't want to end up talking about the Giants here. When you're following the Giants or a lot of the teams who are basically yeah. crap, like there's yeah. nothing going on with the Giants at the moment. I'm in no great rush to stay up till six in the morning watching them. No. And there's quite a lot like having like a break in the season where it kind of I don't want to say it, it like reinterest you in baseball necessarily but it gives you like it's something else to follow and you get to see all these players that like I don't necessarily yeah. watch a lot of these guys it's, very often I think the I think the negativity around it is in some ways is sort of a bit of the problem that baseball has in marketing itself in America like as much as anything it's the the basic lack of stars isn't it is the other sports it's it's about individuals and using individuals to market it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whereas that's basically what all the All-Star game's about. And what I like in the NBA, it's perfect, isn't it? That's like, yeah, yeah, embrace it because that is, the whole league's about the individuals. And even though baseball's not quite the same in the same way, you can have it just about individuals. It's sort of, you. I think you need that to some extent, don't you? You need to have famous people playing baseball. Yeah. And well, there's an article the moment, on BBC like, today about Mike Trout and no one knowing who he is. Yeah. Um, and it, a lot. There's a, this is like a. You could write a whole book on about baseball's attitude with stardom. Um, yeah. A, well. a lot of it does go down to that. There's too many old man shouts at cloud type people who want to suppress personality. Because the thing with stardom yeah, is you've got to let people's the, personality the, come out. People getting plunked with after bat flips and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so and that, that personality can be, um, it, it can be Giannis Antetokounmpo being like a freaky com- competitor, or it can be Kyrie Irving thinking the earth's flat. But letting yeah. both those things come out is significant in actually like building stardom. You have to yeah. know who they are. You have to let them say stuff. You have to let them behave in a certain way on the court, whether it's like a, celebrations or anything you know or interviews like not being completely guarded in interviews and getting pink like pinged with stuff you say the wrong thing and baseball yeah. it feels like it's going the right way but there, yeah, it's, it's got this horrible tug of war i think there's a well it's like we've talked about a bit recently i think there's a track record as well of the baseball media going after people that um that basically say stuff they don't like yeah and, well, yeah and certain people perceive- that have got um bad reputations now i think largely because the media didn't like them because they wouldn't just bow to them you go along with the you know the what's the word i know what um basically what what everyone thinks you should say and how you should act they would just go along with it and um they've basically their reputations have been destroyed by the media because of it yeah so i think the the all-star game itself is a, it would be a massive, massive mistake if they got rid of it for that very reason. Is baseball's biggest chance of kind of uh, putting its elbows out and getting a bit of the market share back. Yeah. Not just in America, but all over the world. Is it needs? It has to make something of the, of stardom. Yeah. Is it what? Particularly the Western world in 20, we're obsessed with celebrity. Yeah. I don't really like most of celebrity culture. is ridiculous. But sport is part of that. Sport is part of it, is making yeah. the guys that you're watching. You have to buy into them in some way. Whether yeah. it's that you, you dislike that guy because of like whatever reason. But make it so it's not just that's not just a hitter for another team. That is this star that you're either like you love him or you hate yeah, him or whatever. I think actually, you know, the um it's quite a small thing, but you know, the the MLB Twitter hitter thing they're doing, which I think they've only started doing this year. Yeah. I think that's sort of how, I, it's sort of a, a bit along the right lines, isn't it? Of um, you know, just focusing on an individual a bit. I mean, as I I know for like people that are really into baseball already and know about baseball, know that's not quite how it works. Of individuals, all being like individuals, but I think you have to market in that way sometimes. Oh yeah, to I, grow I, the sport. It's it's silly to look at a, a team as one hitter, but. You're right. That's, that's I think that's a really nice idea that they've had. Yeah. And well, the home run derby is that times ten million, isn't it? Like they did. I think they did Twitter hitter for that last night. Oh, did they? I assume that Vlad Junior won. I didn't actually look, but 
But you know, it's like that, that's exactly the sort of thing you've got to do. Is you've got to make these people into more than, yeah, than just like another player. Yeah, another guy in the lineup card, um, and that does require a certain personality that doesn't necessarily suit all of them. Yeah, but that's fine. I mean, the other way you can look at that is if you market it right. I mean, Kawhi Leonard is now, yeah, immensely famous. Yeah. But for, be, for being almost like the the anti, yeah, for like, for not giving star. interviews basically, for being yeah. introverted and and quiet and no and mysterious. But that, yeah, and so you can always that's build it. Like that's the thing I was talking about. Where I think the, you know, in um in baseball a bit this sort of, I mean not quite that, but you know, if maybe not um, pandering to the media all the time, if they just will take a dislike to you and then yeah yeah and it, it would be easier for you a media guy like to not like someone like Kawhi because he never gives you a quote but yeah that's the thing is he's kind of a great example that it doesn't you can always if you market someone properly you can basically always make them into something whether whether you're making them into like a pantomime villain or you're making them into like Kawhi that's become like this this cult following of this guy where they're making t-shirts of yeah of stuff he said or or if it's because like you're, you're Steph Curry and just like one of the nicest guys in the world like I, I just I don't believe that baseball just has this issue where none of them have a personality we know that's not true they just need to do more to address it and that's what like going back to what we started talking about really the all-star game is that that's the biggest opportunity to put all this into a the thing and build on it it's yeah. a showpiece yeah people who aren't that into baseball will watch this i think yeah so who are your um your your most exciting picks then on that along those lines of people to watch what in so, the game yeah or i mean this, this so this is where i guess it's sort of this is the hard thing because you know they might not turn <laughs> yeah that's the problem that's the problem with that with baseball, but um, um well, I've got to go with Ronald Acuna because he he's just fun, isn't he? And has fun while he's playing. Uh, I, yeah. I yeah, I go with the first and Javi Baez, I suppose. Yeah, this the basically the the uh, the Latin American guys is. That that is the thing is that they they got they're sort of a bit ahead of everyone in that aren't they? Is the um it's because the whole sort of slightly old-fashioned baseball attitudes they don't have in Latin America. No, they they just have more like fun. You're allowed to just have fun. Yeah. If you if you do a stupid bat flip, but it's why well, it's the same. I think it's everywhere. They like it's the same in like Korea, isn't it? Is that you know if if you hit a home run or you're allowed to just do a stupid bat flip and you're not going to get hit by the ball. Yeah, which is how it should be, really. Yeah. Um, I I think it's, that you've got, it's still got to be the um, Bellinger and Yelich starting on the corners for the National League. I think that's sort of ridiculous. I mean, they're not, I suppose they're not exciting personalities in the same way, but like, with their numbers, that's uh, that's that's a pretty ridiculous outfield. Yeah. A lot, actually. He's been. It's quite a flip, considering it's partly because Betts 
Anna and Judge have, have been not that great. But a flip that the National League somehow has the outfield. Yeah, market one here. I mean, Acuna, Bellish, Bellinger and Yelich is just stupid, isn't it? Like, it's just so stupid. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, well, as you were saying, it's like the um, American League. You would expect to be like Judge, Trout, Betts, which is... Yeah. Just pretty decent as well. Also, big stars, aren't they? Yeah. Big market guys. Yeah. Because oh well, I think talking about the stardom stuff, actually, Aaron Judge is one of the guys that is getting towards that, isn't he? A bit maybe because he's so recognisable as well, being six foot eight. Yeah. That's why. Unless you're yeah. walking around London in a Yankees cap, of course. <laughs> oh yeah. And you don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, so, what uh, have we got anything else to say about the actual game? Uh, not. I don't think I do really. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm really glad until Marte got in. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think when people criticise it, it's basically always oh, meaningless game. But you know, to be honest, most most baseball games are meaningless in isolation as well. Yeah, so that, that's the that's the thing. I guess that's kind of my my Giants point. Sort of, yeah. If, if you grow that a bit, is <laughs> basically on all of their games meaningless, really now. Yeah, or not? Maybe they're not. Maybe they're gonna do it. Yeah, but they're not because they're crap. But like, they've most most games. They won like three series in a row now. They they're coming back. They're still crap though. Okay. But yeah, it's it's just it, well, it's it's about the event, isn't it? As much as anything, and that's sort of the um, in American sports in general. I think a lot of the um, the attitude to it is it's well, it's the whole thing is about entertainment and just about the it as an event, almost more than it being about the sport. It's about the whole yeah. event, which is basically what LB London was. It's how they've how they've um, they're selling baseball in this country is with that is making it into a huge event you know they, yeah. they pulled out all the stops and basically treat, treat it like a playoff game almost with all the um, the stuff they had around it yeah which was at least I'm really glad they did that properly rather than it would have been easy to half arse it yeah but it's because well really that is that that is the reason even why I think a lot of people um a lot of uh fans that go to baseball games in America to be honest, I think like go for the day out a lot of the time. I mean you do have the hardcore fans that have season tickets and stuff, but you also have a lot of people at baseball games that are like, I don't know, a family families or whatever that are just going on a day out. Yeah. I mean I was still one... watch the game a bit, but you know, it's not it's it's almost not it's not primarily about the sport. Even yeah, which which is really nice, but it's one thing we spoke about after the game, and that's what I wonder about. Yeah, that's the legacy. Because that's one of a less cringy yeah, word. Of um, yeah, the thing with yeah, I'll be London is that is they are have basically selling it um, with all the stuff of it. It's basically a massive day out, and it's not going to convert that well. Maybe into um, people actually watching it, like getting an LBTV subscription. Yeah, so, so I think because these games, games are obviously a lost yeah. leader for, for Major League Baseball, Yeah, 
I do wonder like what motivation they'll necessarily have to come back for years and years is that un unless they see some conversion from yeah selling out these tickets but yeah. you know is that then MLB TV yeah. subscriptions or is it selling jerseys because to be to be honest I can't see there being a huge spike in like fans uh, actual baseball fans in this country like after this first game I think it's a, a longer term thing because I mean, most people w would not even, well, in this country, won't even ever think about baseball and won't, it won't just won't be on their radar at all. Like, don't know the rules, yeah, even the basic yeah. rules. Um, so I think it's basically quite a long road if they're actually serious about it. I don't think they yeah. can expect a massive spike after this one. And that's the concern, if you like. Yeah, um, that they've only they've only. Confirm they're doing two. two, and, and it, if that's if sort they of, could yeah. give up after that, I think. Because that suggests that yeah, if there's not a spike, they might just give up after that, which which would be a shame. Would be a shame, but I I can definitely see there not being a massive increase in like fans that are going to watch MLB TV um, and stuff. Yeah. After, yeah. after only two games or two series. Um, so yeah, okay. Uh, we we seem to go back to LB London a little bit there. <laughs> um, but well, so should we move on to something else? Now? Yeah, we kind of covered the All Star game, didn't we? Yeah. It's yeah, it's just fun. There's not really the game is not really significant. There's not really much no. to talk about the game. It's just it's fun, but you know. Yeah. It's one game baseball, and it's an exhibition. And to be honest, it, I, I think it's better when there's. Um, it's actually not insignificant like it because they for a few years they went to the stupid rules of it decided the home home field advantage in the World Series oh, that was ridiculous was absolutely ridiculous really stupid yeah yeah, yeah I, I'm against it if they insisted on having that rule I might become yeah. against you the Ulster game although, that is so stupid although if you have what if you've watched that um, SB Nation rewind video yeah, yeah. the Giants <laughs> The Giants may have um, had uh, won the won a World, World 2014 World Series from that rule. Yeah, so maybe it's not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. Um, so the the other stuff, I suppose, that's um, talking points at the moment is like trades, isn't it? Yeah. They're not happening yet, but it's like getting closer. Yeah, there, there are more rumors. It's getting to that time of year. And for us, it's like the Giants are sort of at the centre of it. Yeah, this is when we're allowed to talk about the Giants. Yeah. And it's basically probably the most interesting part of the Giants' season. Although, as we were talking about the other day, I mean, their record's still pretty bad. but They're five and a half off the wild They're only five moment. and a half off. They're on a good run. This is where it sort of starts getting a bit um, risky, doesn't it, of... The thing that looms they, largest is you know, Brochie's last, last season. Yeah, there's, th there's that as well. So it's like if they've got a shot of making the postseason, you feel like they might not sell. Um, yeah, they're not going to buy, but no. if they're three back on the wild card on, on July 25th or something, it yeah. could get to the point for them where it is literally like game by game. Depending yeah. on how they do after the break, it might literally it could be, be like, like, they, like they're, they're on a streak and then they lose one and they trade people like yeah literally after the game because it, it could be that it could be that sort of close because I, I 
it would be silly really if they don't sell but i, I do understand like the, the bochi thing is is the thing that makes it a lot harder i think yeah um if they if they would like said if they're if they're within a, if they've got a sniff yeah they they i think they might go for it and although it's saidi isn't it so it's sort of maybe more difficult to predict because they're now doing stuff completely differently yeah but i think even he will because of Boch's last season if it was any other season yeah that's what they, i mean they may I well still sell even i if think they like might be trading people two games right now behind the wild card they might be getting rid of them right now if it, if it was a different yeah. season um but the other, so the other teams that are going to be um well the teams that are probably going to be communicating with the giants and the buyers is going to be well the red sox that came out the other day are looking for starters or a starter yeah uh, the yankees are probably going to be going after a starter the rays who knows they'll do something they'll get some random guy who have a 900 OPS are they going to trade for stuff though I mean I guess they might they'll probably do something minor won't they maybe they'll yeah. get like Lomo back because hasn't he just been released by the was the Yankees yeah I think so but it, they, they'll they'll do something they'll do something clever uh, and then the twins are obviously very active yeah the Astros are going to do something. Probably. Yeah. Um, because they, they've still got such a deep farm to deal from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, that was the. Um, what was it? Was it. There was talk of them being linked with Bumgarner, wasn't there? Yeah. The other day, which I'd not heard anything about before. And that would be. Uh, that'd be cool. What I think. The really interesting stuff ahead of it. Because all the teams are just listed like definite sound like they're definite buyers really the stuff that i find most interesting is actually going to be the teams on the on the cusp so yeah. so all of the national league central is like i wrote an article about this the other day i mean what are they doing because they're all like two series sweeps away from being bottom of the division yeah, and all like a week away from being top of the division but yeah. as a result that the, none of them are actually doing they could all end up where only one of them yeah, gets in yeah because they're all playing each other I, so yeah much. yeah that's the thing is they're all playing each other but i think even with that i think most of them I mean, they are in the wild card race aren't they because oh they're in the race because but, a lot of the other national league teams have not been very good but it's possible um, what well, first place as it stands washington and the phillies are the wild card game oh um and then you've obviously got the diamondbacks rockies and padres are all in the shout for the wild card as well um but what those five teams do, I really don't have a clue. So you assume that the Cubs and Brewers are going to buy. They're, they're yes. not going to sell. They're probably yeah, going to they buy. Need to buy but they're, then it's they're a question of how much do you buy? Because they are, the, yeah, the Cubs and Brewers are the ones that are most sort of um, committed, aren't they? Yeah. To winning right now. But is it, then they've got the dilemma of like, do we do we burn all of our prospects trying to go for the win the division and try and get into the postseason? Because if yeah. that goes wrong. Yeah, I don't think you do that. But I, I, I think it also sort of depends what you can get, isn't it? Basically, the I think the the Zaidi school of thinking is that you know it's just if you can if there's a good deal out there, then you do it. If you're getting someone that's, I don't think teams are going to be that restrained. No, they're not. But I well, you're asking me why I would do. Are you? Or maybe not. 
but that's why we No, I as in what, what might happen. I don't I don't think there's any chance that that all of the teams are that sensible. No. Because that's what you should do. You should be looking to make a good deal, but they don't, do they? Teams very much go for buy or sell most of the time. Yeah, completely black and white. Yeah, I mean, otherwise you never trade Klybertoris for Oldest Chapman. Like, so I, I expect you're going to see like the Cubs are going to make deals to try and win this year. Then whether they should or not, I don't really know. I think they should be sensible, like you say. But Yeah, I don't know. What, what would the Cubs get, though? What would they go for? The well bullpen, I suppose. Yeah. Inevitably. Will Smith. But then the thing is with bullpen arms is there's such a sliding scale. Is like do you get a, a do you get like a um like a, a Jake Dickman yeah. sort of guy that's like a sort of a project but could be really really good in the short term yeah. if you get fixed. But he's not gonna cost much. Or like you said, you go. Do you know Will Smith? Yeah. To be honest with the Giants, they've got a whole range. They've got a whole range of pitchers you could, you can yeah, shop for. Obviously, around so all like of the you same. Go, you go for Will Smith, who's, well, probably the best relief pitcher in baseball this year. Twenty-three out of twenty-three saves. It's like a sub-two ERA, isn't it? Yeah. Or um, or there's like you know Watson for another like an extra lefty in the pen. He's like reliable and experienced. Yeah. Or Sam Dyson. But so I think th that's the the challenging stuff for these teams is is well any team that's contending is going to be interested in getting a reliever, aren't they? Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, isn't it? The last few seasons of that's where the um, that's where all the interest is. And those, but although since a couple of years ago, it seems to have sort of there was there was sort of a couple of years, wasn't there, when it was like you need good relievers. Um, so you know when like the Chapman trade happened for example and all those relievers got the big co those big clo name closers got the big contracts like Chapman uh, Janssen and Melanson yeah those big contracts and stuff but then the last couple of years I think teams have basically learned that you basically need a deep ball pen and you there's no way you can just buy a deep ball pen you need to um, have cheap guys and develop some of your own guys and stuff so, um, yeah, I mean, this, I don't, I don't think people will be giving away loads and loads for relief pitches or as much as they used to. No, I don't think they necessarily will. But there's, there's a quantity question, like you said about having depth. Yeah. Some of these contending teams I are going to need two or three. I think there's a yeah. I, well, like you're talking about that with the uh, with the Cubs, if they're going for relief pitches, I think getting, you know, if they could get like two just like reliable guys that aren't haven't been incredibly dominant so you know from the Giants if they could get like Dyson and Watson rather than getting Will Smith I think that would be better a lot better because they basically the more I think the more you need relief pitches um, you're better off just getting more than getting one like really really good one yeah and they have just got Kimbrell so that's something yeah although he's not actually been that good as he I don't think no, he's not started well. Um, so I, th I think then you're, you've got like the Cardinals and the Pirates are in a bit of limbo as well. The Reds aren't out of it by any means. Yeah, the Cardinals have, um, have basically got a young team, haven't they? But I don't know whether they're they're like got a stacked farm or anything. Then, but they, and then they've also got like veterans. They've got like they've got a nice mix, but it's also one of those where it's 
they can sort of go either direction. Yeah. yeah. They, I mean, it's like them not making the playoffs is not the end of the world because they've still got a lot of young players. On the, on the other hand, they could trade some of those to get guys to support like uh, Azuna and Goldschmidt and Carpenter, although I think they've... Carpenter's not been very good, has he? And Goldschmidt's Carpenter's been rubbish. And Goldschmidt's but Goldschmidt's struggled. just had his annual boost series yeah. against the Giants, so like, he'll be fine. exactly the same last year, whereas until about this point last year, he wasn't very good. And then played the Giants, who he always just absolutely destroys, and then did it again. Um, so he's probably good now, again. I didn't realise that Azuna's actually injured. No. Oh. Multiple fractures to his fingers in his right hand. Well, maybe they shouldn't buy then. Yeah, that might that might change stuff. Um, uh, you've got the the Diamondbacks who are in it, but also started rebuilding. Just started selling. Could I move Granky. I think they should sell. Uh, I saw, I saw someone linked with David Prowter the other day. I think it was the Cubs. Oh really? Did you? Yeah. I mean, because he's probably got a bit of value, hasn't he? To yeah. Some people. Well, he should do. Yeah. Um, and in in the American League, there's as ever there's kind of less of those those teams in limbo, I guess. Is the thing. Yeah, for the last couple of years, it's basically been two tiers, hasn't it? The American League. It's the good teams and the really bad teams. Yeah. Although you are you are starting to get some of those bad teams actually being all right. Like the White Sox are actually all right this year. Yeah, they, but well, they're, they're and definitely not going to buy because they, or they shouldn't buy. And the Angels, um, Rangers, and Athletics are being competitive. It's not yeah. quite as clear cut as like last year, where you just had, like, rubbish and really good. There's some some teams in the middle-ish, but yeah, the Red Sox are sort of one of those, aren't they? I mean, they're, they're, well, they're still pretty good record, but. In terms of where they are compared to, well, the other teams in their division and in the wild card, they are sort. Of, I mean, but they they are sort of in a. Um, They're chasing a second wild card spot job, isn't it? Really? Yeah. But I guess. And the, but they they've got to buy because they are well they've. They've they've not got like a bit of stocked farm or anything where they could. Um, no. Yeah. They have to go for it, really. I yeah. think. Like if they can get a couple of pieces, that is going to make a big, like a, a bit of a difference. They've got to do it. Um, yeah. So I keep getting a bit distracted by the cricket, to be honest. <laughs> it's a replay, so. Yeah. Um, have we got anything else to say about trades? Uh, not really. I, I'm trying to think of other players that could be on the market um, to get moved. Yeah, but I've mainly just been thinking about Giants ones, to be honest. The Reds the Reds have got Tanner Roark and Puig if they look to sell. Yeah. Which they like, probably should. Yeah, maybe, but... Um, like you're saying, with a lot of those teams in the Central, it's sort of a matter of... A bit like we were saying with the Giants, it's probably a matter of waiting... Like the Reds are four and a half games back then, but it's like if they go on a good run, like in a week they could easily be like they could be top of the division like, well, yeah. quite comfortably, or well, or like one game back or something, or they could be like almost ten games back. They have a terrible run, so it's it's one of those that I think they'll they'll probably just got to wait a bit. Yeah. Oh, Zach Wheeler's one of the bigger names 
along with Smith, Bumgarner, Zach Wheeler's one of the other trade names. Yeah. But he's not having a great year. Yeah, but he's got a bit of control, hasn't he? No. Who's, no, who's free agent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was me. I think me being completely wrong again then. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um, I, I guess because I always think of him as a a young pitcher, but I guess he's he's twenty nine. He's not. He's, he's not a young pitcher. I think that's that's probably mainly just from Giants. I think fans, it's Giants then. fans always moaning about any tr- player they trade away that then becomes good. And, he's, and basically, he had like a good year last year, in his like age twenty eight season. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. This, so this sort of yeah. Yeah, he's basically he's one of these stuff guys who it's like if he gets figured out like last year went on an amazing yeah. run. Um, he's going to end up. He might go across New York actually. I think there's a possibility of that. Or he goes to like the Astros and doesn't give up a run in the second half of the year. Yeah, because they'll just fix him. Uh, and then so the Orioles have got um, Michael Givens. They could trade him to a yeah. team for reliever. Yeah, is he, is he been all right? He's not great. <laughs> but he's one of these guys that sort of like has been good and he's like experienced and got and the thing is relievers as well is it's, um you know it, it's basically as much as he's like well he's not super old and it's sort of like do you think he's done or not because you think he's not there's always a decent chance of guys like that that they they just have like a dominant spell and give up like yeah. one run or one or two runs the rest of the season yeah so he's another one of those guys that goes into the the Cubs, Twins, Red Sox, any of these teams could trade for him. Yeah. Um, Marcus Stroman is another one on the starter market, so it's kind of him, him, Bumgarner, Wheeler. Yeah. Um, I th- I, hold on, I'm just going to check this. I think Stroman's got another year of control. Yes, he does. So they'll they'll obviously hope to get a fair bit from him. Yeah, Givens is surely getting traded, isn't he? Even if there's not, there's not for much. But it could, like, yeah, because of how he's performed this year, and you get him cheap, that could be quite a good pickup for someone, I think. Yeah, he's still stri- he's striking out 13 bats per nine this year. Yeah, exactly. So he's still got stuff. Yeah, and yeah, and has been good for like the rest of his career, pretty much until this year. But like they're they're definitely trading him because I mean, well the the, the Orioles are the absolute sell team. It's absolutely anything they've got of any value at the moment because they yeah. just need to build up any sort of value in their organisation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Just uh, yeah, they've just got absolutely nothing. Well, until they drafted Adley Rutschman, really, it's sort of like they've not really got much in the whole organisation, and they're and they're absolutely no way that they're, they're going to compete in the next like five years. Yeah, it's just—it's a pretty bleak situation, isn't it? Yeah, and well, and he's, he's out of contract, so he's he's a free agent as well. So it's like, yeah, trade him now or get nothing for him. Yeah, so he's going somewhere, even if it's for very little. Um, Nicholas Castellanos is one of the hitters. Uh, he's not hitting as well this year, but his defense improved. That's weird. Yeah. Um, he's got like an eight, 800-ish OPS. Obviously, the Phillies are a potential one there, but as I wrote the other day, the issue with them is if Arietta's got this bone spur issue and he's not been pitching well, yeah, they kind of would need to buy too much. Yeah, they're, they're like almost too far. 
and they're, they're sliding they're it's, sliding very very fast it's sort of, yeah it's sort of shame but also sort of quite nice we've given all our um our oh, pre-season given has got a bit of control has he yeah he's got a couple more years i don't just get everything wrong it seems like it <laughs> i think we actually need to go now anyway okay yeah let's stop let's stop now let's shut up okay goodbye everyone bye, bye. check out the website